For season nineteen, <laughs> episode eight of Happy Jerks Barbecue Podcast, my name is Stu. Oh, this is Gina. <laughs> um, oh, Jim. And I am still stored. I, still can, you smack, can you just like hit him on the back no, of the we're head? Good. We're good. It's all good now. All right, we're okay here. Uh, in this episode <laughs> of Happy Jerks Barbecue Podcast, okay. Jim from Portland asks for performance uh, a performance anxiety question and shares yeah. a picture. And I still applaud that. Uh, Taylor on, and it happened again. Every time you start talking, it happens. There's something must be wrong with that mic. You know what that means? Yeah, we have to have to fix it. No, it means I don't talk. No, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Taylor on from Newfoundland asked about GM ADHD. Drail eighty eight asked some for some recommendations Newfies. for a system uh, for some newbies. And Jeffrey with one E shares a horror story. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. This audio thing is going to piss me off. Uh, we're Twitter. on Twitter Happy Jacks RPG All one word Also on Instagram Happy Jacks RPG All one word uh, We don't have A Mastodon account yet Because what happened? I, I have a feeling We would all get banned um, <laughs> People people get banned uh, On that easy uh, um, And we're really? also on, We're also on the Facebook uh, Have you tooted yet? Yeah, yeah. No, oh yeah No I actually haven't I haven't tooted um, I'm still building up One right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's I'm me. Is it you? Yeah, what? Well, look. Just <laughs> Gina, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you very th- thank you, Gina. But no, but it's seriously. My, it's my blazer. Oh, right. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, no, I was just oh, like I touch my blazer and it goes pop pop pop. So I wonder if there's a short in that still. line somewhere okay. or something. I don't know. This is driving I'll me crazy. Very still. I'm sure it's making it out onto the I'm sure they're hearing this out there. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to watch Sorry. us live, you can watch us at happyjacks.org slash live. Therein you can find the the, twi- the Twitches and the YouTubes. <laughs> and go to either of those things and watch the show. Hello, chat room. It's nice to see you there. Both of you yeah. there. Hello. I see, I'm gonna, it's like, it's, I'm going to do like Romper. Yes. I see Zach from yes. San Diego. I see Lokio. I see Tomes. I see Cyber Everything. I see Dale from Swimmy. Uh, and uh, Vampire Fifty Four. Thank you guys for joining us. I thought yeah. we were doing a podcast, not romper room. I do, that's it's like I'm going to get the little, <laughs> the little mirror, the little magic mirror. <laughs> See, romper, you stomper, and I and Stu are the only ones that are oh, probably no. old enough to know no. romper room. No, she remembers. I just said Did romper, you? stomper, bumper, boo. Right. I remember making the little stompers with the juice cans. And the I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Romper yeah. stompers. <clears throat> yep. That's fascinating. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewire the whole studio. <laughs> this is driving me crazy. Has it been like this when all the actual plays? Don't know. Oh, my God. Um, I don't usually have headphones in for those. I yeah. do. It, I haven't noticed it. Should have headphones. No, I, I started... Yeah. Everyone should have headphones in. But no, he's talking about when he's listening to it. No, he's running. No, when it's when I'm sitting yeah. there. I don't usually Every, have everyone, them in. Everyone should have okay. headphones in. Okay. recording. You yeah, I don't think it's been as... Romper Stomper is totally different than Romper Room. Aww. It's true. According to Clipper Rob. You know what? Stop correcting us. What's a Romper Stomper? If you want to correct us, get your junky ass down here and be on the show. <laughs> That's right. <All> right. <laughs> we have an empty seat. Right. You guys and your inside stories, when I hear from last week. Oh, 
Here, let me get Inside you a soapbox if you want to. You want to be all judgy and stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Inside stories. No, no, no. It's all right. What's inside story? No, 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 no! You opened this can of worms. Now I want to know. <laughs> yeah, apparently they're like telling stories that only uh, understood if you grew up with them. Anyway. Oh, uh, those gotcha. Kinds of things, right? Oh, <laughs> you mean last Friday? Yes. That when the, when the B team was here. Oh. They, they were very much an inside baseball. In the night. home for incorrigible. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a boys. lot. I don't think it was a lot. It was just a, a few times, but well, that's because they share a brain cell. <laughs> <laughs> so guys are my friends. I like these guys. I'm not gonna bang them. I like them when too. I, when I was in college, we had my car was called uh, the man with the brain mobile because we were looking for the man that had the brain. <laughs> that's a really long <laughs> title for a car. Because. It was a shared brain. <laughs> or there was a brain, but you had to find the one guy that had the brain. Got it. Yeah. All right. So you guys were cruising looking for intelligent the, people? Yeah. Intelligent guys? Yeah. Never, never found them. Never found any of us, did you? No, the... the, 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 the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is this better? Is this seem better at all? I can't I, really tell. I'm what hearing a hiss, but it's from the air conditioner. I well, can yeah, tell. yeah, yeah. Does it seem a little better? Yes, it's it does. It's less echoey. Is it less echoey? Okay, yeah. a, little I'm a little bit. A little bit. And the, the recording level. Was the chat room thing? Does everything sound fine? I don't know. This is driving me crazy. Shall we start with email? Yeah, I think we should all block okay. Yeah, yeah, we go. All right, here we go. Oh, who played what this week? Yeah. Um, we played masks. Oh yeah. How'd that go? Uh, swimmingly. It was, it was our no best. Spoilers, our best session yet. In my opinion. That's a bold statement. All right. Um, and I thought it was really good session. I'm really pleased with where the game's going. Yeah, no, I, I had a lot of fun. I don't know what it was for me the session before. I think we were, I can't even remember what we were doing. But, it, uh, oh, I know. But we kind of had some different set pieces, so it was fun. But it, it was, I don't know. This just flowed really well. Did you guys do well. combat? Uh-huh. Where's a little combat? bit. Okay. A little bit. We did, but combat in, in Powered by the Apocalypse games is quick. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. Do you want to hit him or not? Do you like how you hit him? <laughs> did you hit him hard? Well, let's roll some dice. Oh, you hit him hard enough. I think the Something last like that. couple sessions, though, we're definitely getting into the groove of our characters. That's been sort of enlightening on the Monday Night Games is realizing uh, that when you're playing, you're really only playing for an hour and 45 minutes, an hour and 40 yeah, minutes. Right. So... You really don't. Just when you're getting like Dave, uh, CA Dave likes to say, just when you're getting cooking, mm-hmm. it's kind of time to call it. Uh, yeah. So I think it takes a few more sessions to really start feeling the system and your characters. And, and yeah, it, it, two hours is a. It's an. It's a hard. It's a different kind of experience, yeah. right? Especially when you're learning the system. I had that with L5R. It was yeah. always we'd come back and I'm like, okay, I don't even remember how to hit things anymore. It's been so long, right? And we also had the again. ad hoc. Okay, when can we play next? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, uh, well, and it's our. Uh, it was our penultimate uh, Desert of Despair game. Right. So we got one more. Uh, one more Sunday is the uh, the finale. Have two more finale. No. Now we were going to have two more. What but, happened? Uh, uh, the new a new little baby. Oh, in yeah. the okay. Jason family, oh, not really? Jason's oh, baby, wow. but the right. nephew. Yeah. There is oh, okay. No so, yeah. All right. It's a final game. Uh, performance anxiety question and a picture from Jim in Portland. I think that's the picture. That's the picture. That, that's the picture, I believe. Oh yeah. 
Which, it, uh, can, can we see, see it from that? here? Can we see it from here? Because I can turn the, the camera. The caricatures? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's uh, visible it's in the It's just, picture? yep. It's a tiny bit shaved off, but it's uh, right beyond my finger. That picture. Yeah. yeah. It's a new well, one. Yeah, he. Th that's like the... the the dudes that work at Disneyland that do the little yeah. Yeah, 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 or like you go to the county fair, right? And, yeah, yeah. yeah, and predictably, the best one of them is Dave. Mm. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, they got like this. Actually, I like yours. Yeah. I like yours because yours is the only one that isn't, and you've got that whole like mouth thing going on. Mm. Although my, he really did sum up my <laughs> hangdog look. <laughs> is it just me, or does does Proby's head look a little like a potato? He does have kind of a drawing. stewy look going on, doesn't he? He, <laughs> he does. kind of does have a. He looks, he looks like an old wooden top. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not bad. I get that. With eyeballs. I say that because my son has gotten involved with this thing called Beyblades. Have you heard of these? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. It's a he. No, he got involved with them before, and he swears he didn't. But I'm like, no, we bought these for you yeah. a few years ago. That's like circa 19. Or 2000, yeah, I forget how old I don't know. 2010, he was, he was like maybe. five or six, but yeah. now he's 10 and they're playing it again, but they're smaller now. They're not, the, he, when yeah, he they did were, it, they were bigger ones. Yeah. Now they're, they're, now they're little and you can take them apart and you can put on the different thing, this piece and this, and, you know, mix and match them. It's, and, it's totally tops from like the 1950s, but they repackaged <laughs> them and sold them to kids and, in the 2000s. And it comes, and you have, yeah. buy an, you buy an arena yeah. and you yeah. fight. Well, Nothing yeah. new is really, you remember, yeah. um, Oh, I don't remember us fighting with tops. Black um, Mama, where you do that overhead toss. <laughs> what was that game called? Um, Rock'em Sock'em Robots? No, but it was in that same vein of games, but where you had the little, little tops and you had the the oh. the arena, and you, they had four of them, and you'd put the top in it and wind it up with a string, and then and you'd pull it and they'd fight. Oh, really? Okay, all right. I, I don't remember our, that, but that's exactly what it is. It's the exactly artist is. of our... Because I like to think that's like a Brady Bunch picture. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I was thinking of Hollywood Squares. Brady Bunch or Hollywood Squares. Because, you know, Stu is the center square. Yeah. I th oh, yes. Th Hollywood that's uh, Charles Nelson Riley usually? No. Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn. Center Square. Was it you that had the best idea for a t-shirt ever? Yes. The Queens of Comedy? Yeah, the original Queens of Comedy. Yep. With, like, Charles Nelson Riley and Paul Lynn. Paul Lynn. Yeah, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. We should totally do... Uh, Hollywood Squares, uh, yeah, Happy Jack Squares at a convention sometime. That'd be awesome. Our artist is in the chat room, though. Oh, Chapo? Awesome. Yep. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you said, so much. Said he made you look like a, a sad buddy Christ. I'm sad buddy Christ. <laughs> he still looks like a sad <laughs> buddy I do. Christ. I pr it's pretty much <laughs> That's it. pretty awesome. So, so if he's in the chat room, can I ask you? I don't know. This is really interesting to the people listening uh, on the podcast, but... Uh, are you a professional like uh, caricaturist at, at parks and stuff? Because your style has that that whole thing. We all looked at it and went, "Yeah, wow. Team Banana Seventy One." So anyway, yeah. you, well, so I'll, I will wait for my answer off the air. Yeah, <laughs> or it'll take a couple seconds. Mm -hmm. We need we need a savior with a little panache. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they chose me. Then I love that movie. How can you uh, not? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, four years ago, a friend invited me to his D&D 3.5 campaign, and I jumped at the chance. As I'd never played before, despite owning the original box, Red Box Edition, when it was the only Red Box Edition. Oh. I, I think it's... I, I mean, I am... On, on one hand, I think that's awesome that he own, was there, but he never played it. And that's he, sad. Th that's from, like... At the very latest, I would think early '80s. Yeah, it's late '70s because I bought. But no, when it, when it came out, but I mean, you, I'm assuming you could still buy it into the early '80s. Um, I got. We're talking about the basic set. No, no, right? I know, I know. I I bought it in. Uh, 
80. Okay. So it, so it would it would have been available. It's it, he but and when did 35 come out? Probably mid 90s, early 90s? Yeah. So that means he spent a decade not playing a game that game. <laughs> right. He had, I, the, had it didn't play it. That's just I shouldn't give him shit because not, I ha- I have I have a lot of games oh, that I I have games that I haven't played, but I'm I I am both you know that is awesome and it also makes me a little sad. Yes. I'm not giving him shit. I just think it's a little sad. So, so Jim, did you buy it at Future Dreams or did you buy it at End Games? That's what I want to know. Oh, it's from Portland. Yeah. Okay. All right. The group was as welcoming as I could have hoped, and I kept all the advice I'd learned from listening to the Footwear Phobics podcast. Fear the boot. Ah, okay. Fear the boot. <laughs> it was all Latin and stuff. I get, oh, no, listening to you and for the boot podcast in in mind while creating my character and participating in the story, we met once a month for about a year before people's work, school, family schedules became too cumbersome to work around, and the campaign has been put on indefinite hiatus. Hiatus. <laughs> Two months ago, my friend posted on Facebook that he always he's always up for a game. And I'm reasonably certain our GM would be willing to loan me the reins if only to close the side quest we began. Problem the first. I am an introvert and shy, and I rarely speak in groups of two or more. One of the reasons why I joined this group was to overcome my shyness. And good on you for making the attempt. And yet I want to GM. Am I attempting to take too big a step? Problem the second. I'll read the whole thing and then we'll go back to the problem first and second. Problem the second. I want to GM, even if for one night, just as a thank you to the group for inviting me into their fold. They are amazing people who inspire me to be a better person. And while I'm sure to hit the jamming ground with considerable stumbling, I'm equally sure they'd help me back up. It's it's failing to show my gratitude that, that I love playing because of them that keeps me from taking the first step. Finally, and off topic, if the picture is truly worth a thousand words, I hope my attempt at capturing you lot in caricature uh, conveys every ounce of my appreciation for the content you provide. Roll on, Happy Jackers, roll on. Sincerely, Jim from Portland. Thanks, Jim. Thank you, Jim. There's a problem with this. Is he taking too big of a step? That's a question that I don't know if we can answer. If you're talking about Dealing with your shyness, we're not qualified to answer that question. No, nope. you're only a person that's qualified to answer yep. that question. Um, I, I am not at all qualified to answer that question. What I would say is, one, go for it. Yep, try it. Try it. Um, you may find that um, that sitting in that particular position makes all your shyness go away. I'm not gonna. Pr- I can't possible. promise that. Almost like when, like I get really seasick unless I'm driving the boat. When right. I'm driving the boat, sure. no sickness. If I'm driving a car, no motion sickness. If I'm a passenger in a car and we're going up a windy road, oh. that was exactly the example I was yeah. yeah. I was waiting for a moment, um, but yes. Now, what I, you will stumble. You will make mistakes. Don't worry about it. You know what? Yeah. It's a game. We're there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And enjoy. You, and, can do, you can do a preemptive apology, too, which is... It's so my first time. I might make mistakes. Exactly. Make some notes, and then you can tell me later. But don't stop me during the game, and that way 
you know that you are forgiven and they won't they won't mess with you. Yeah, I 100% do not think you're, if you are thinking about doing this and it is something you'd like to do for yourself and because you really like these people and you feel like this is a nice way to repay them for inviting you to play in their group and you really enjoyed that game, I absolutely think you should do it. I think no, go in it knowing that you're going to be a little nervous about stuff, but that these people like you and that exactly what Stork said, if you just say, you know, this is the first time I'm doing this, and so you know I, I'll look for feedback after the game or that sort of thing. And I think sometimes too, a good thing when you're nervous is to let people know. You yeah. know, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, it's like it's my first time. Be gentle. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. Um, I, I think that you are on the right track because you're asking all the right questions. And I, I, I Stu is right. We're not really qualified to speak to your shyness, but the fact that you know this about yourself. To know that you're asking these questions and you know that it might be an issue says to me that you're ready. You, you've already identified what the problem is. It's just a matter of just doing yeah. it now. Mm -hmm. It's like you're up at the cliff. You know that there's a cliff. Or well, maybe that's the wrong analogy. Don't, don't use a cliff analogy. <laughs> that's that's a cliff. Keep, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your inner dialogues in check. Right, yeah. and, and and if you're if, if you're shy enough to have sought help, you know probably know what that means. Yeah. Right. Yep. One <laughs> team banana <laughs> answered. Answered Storks. Yes. Too. He said that it was a Brady Bunch framing that mm -hmm. was the inspiration for the layout. And no, not a professional caricature artist yet, but he is aspiring to be. So he has a degree in art sculpture. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Uh, but pays the bills working at a dental lab to make making teeth. Uh huh. Cool. You have, uh, you have all the skills to do this. I know. And cool. even the That's coloring awesome. and all. It's great. I want a tooth. <laughs> so I, I do. We'll, we'll give you some orc tusks. Dude, he said he made a Darth Vader ring heavy enough to stop a truck. A Darth Vader ring? Yeah. What's that mean? Because he makes the occasional trinket. So What's a Darth a Vader? Oh, oh, a ring yeah. like a r finger. I thought like a tooth ring. I think ring. probably a like, finger like on ring. the uh, bicuspid. You put a ring. Yeah. on the teeth. That's, that's really that's cool. Terrifying, though. by the way. That is terrifying. I, I'm sure it's a thing. A new fashion thing. Probably. I can't speak for the other GMs in the room. Every time I sit down at the end of a table to run a game, I am nervous. And someone in the room can tell you that leading up to every game convention, I am a neurotic mess. Yeah, I can, I've witnessed that. I've seen that. Uh, it's not me you're talking right? about. No, yeah. it's her, but, but no. But yeah. um, it, it's just because I stress myself out over it. But don't believe everything you think. No, and... I, you know what? You just brought this up. Okay, total GM confession time. And I, I said a little bit of this, I think, when I was on GM Hot Seat with Kimmy. Uh, I used to GM. Uh, I really? used to GM weekly. Really? You used to do uh, the GM yeah, and, or encounters. the d, &D encounters, right? And then I was, like, uh, with a friend of mine, uh, Megan, um, and we were like, we should run a game at the next con. Yeah, let's run a game at the next con. And we ran a couple con games. And then what happened to me is I started, because I hadn't been playing very much. And so it was it's kind of that ignorance is bliss. So I was like, yeah, I can run a game. I had been kind of doing the backseat GMing, like helping uh, my really good friend Joe kind of behind the screen with the initiative and doing stuff like that and starting to think, I think I could do this. I think I could run the game. I want to run a game because I have choices I would make that are different. Or right. But the more I played, I play... I started to play with more and more people, and I got intimidated because I thought that these people are so fantastic. You sucked yourself out. Yeah. So I'm actually GMing a game at Con. What's that? It's not. 
No, I know, but I... It's not as complicated. No, I got total, like, math anxiety for GMing, though. No, I was like, these people are so good. Like... I get it. If we're going to do GM confessionals, this last game that Dave and I ran, I thought went poorly, and I behaved badly, and I felt awful about it. And I had scars from it. I'm like, yep. oh my god, I really need to make sure I get my shit together. Part of it's on being in this fishbowl. It's like, yep. I'm held to a higher standard than most people, and I, I felt but like I completely didn't hit that standard at that point. And, and you can not. get in your head a little yeah, bit I did. too much. I totally did. Yeah, no, 100%. So I, th- I think you're making 100% the right decision, and don't listen to those voices that are maybe telling you, because if you're feeling like this... Or argue with them. Yeah. Totally them to argue with up. them. Tell, tell them to tell shut them, up. Tell them to cough. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and I no, think that's and, awesome. and I would say, I don't think I don't think it is incorrect or wrong-headed to come to the realization that the first time you GM, you're going to make some mistakes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, you're going to. If you don't, you're the only, you're the first one, right? You know what? <laughs> yeah. I am running a a campaign. I have been running games for decades. Right. I am running a game right now, and. If you want the proof in the pudding, go look at the forums and look at the feedback I got from the first couple of sessions. Right. It's all great. It's wonderful, amazing feedback. But they're like, um, yeah, this and this and this and this. That's that fishbowl I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's great feedback. and It was very helpful. Yes. But it's, it's, I've been doing this for a long time. I make mistakes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, everyone does. And, and I mean, there are times when... Like something happens, and I'm like, okay, well, we're just we're just a moment. I'm going to introduce this plot element or whatever, and then I look back at it. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that because I've derailed my own plot line. Either that, or now now the party really doesn't know what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. That hap- I do that. I do that all the time. Anyway. Yeah, we never know what to do. I do that so you guys start arguing with each other, so I don't have to work as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See right there, Jim. There's what you do. Is you make sure your party party talks to me. They never get out of the inn. They're so busy fighting with each other what they're going to order that that three hours. Well, and listen, there's a Stu said something a couple episodes ago, uh, and this is kind of one of the things that just really resonated with me. And I'm sure you thought I was being I don't know uh, facetious or something, but I was like, somebody needs to timestamp that because that was amazing. Because you said uh, if you step off a cliff. Uh, and you fall, uh, big deal, because it's it it's not a real cliff. It's a role playing game, right? And just get back up and and do it because right. it's just it's a role playing game. It's a game, yeah. game. Nobody's gonna get hurt, yeah. right? Emphasis on the word game. And right. these are people that like you, yeah. So yep, I think uh, that's awesome. I think it'll go well. We got cheered by uh, how do I pronounce that? Region, region, Rignon, Region. Yeah, Rigion. I'll keep coming up. Rigion, Rigion, Rigion. All right. Yeah, why fine, did you cheer us? Finally. Uh, he, well, he he gave us a thousand <laughs> yeah. little thingies. Now Kimmy's the one that does all this stuff. Yeah, not me. So I don't really know what this means. It but says could tell us. finally get to watch the show live. You can open the carrot. Finally get to watch the show live again. Have some beers on me. All right, that's we've sweet. done our, Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. And so problem the second, you and want Rigion to GM. said any of them are fine. <laughs> I want to GM, even if for one night, as a thank you to the group for inviting them me into the fold. They are amazing people, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, I'm <clears throat> We read all that. I was if just, failing I was just to about, show yeah. my gratitude, um, it's failing that, that, I, that I love playing with these people that keeps me from taking the first step. So what I think what he's saying is, I want to do this as a nice thing. But he's worried that it's going to backfire because he's not going to do that well, and he doesn't want to suck, right? It's, 
But I, see, if you have the self awareness yep. to stop and say, well, no, I really don't want to be a shitty GM. I don't want to do all of the stupid things that, like we talk about people doing. Right. You are so far ahead of the game to yep. like the average oh God, teenager yes. who opened up the the the, the DM gu- the, DM's guide probably didn't read it or read it. Hi, but hi. <laughs> and read it but didn't understand it. That'd be me. Right. I ran D anD D without a player, without ever reading the player's handbook. I just took it from memory from the one game I played. I read it in bits and pieces here and there. Right. But yeah. But yeah, you're so far ahead. I. I mean, th- that's something I, I don't think I would worry about. Yeah, yeah, and you even say your players are friends. Uh, if you preface it ahead of time saying this is a thank you for you guys, I, I'm probably not going to do everything right. Save your criticism for later on, yeah. and uh, yeah. let's all have fun. Yeah. And that's the idea. If you just say, I want to have fun, if you guys are having fun, let's do this together. Because you're, t- you're in this together. It's a collaborative thing. And yeah. I think that, as I said earlier, you you have already nailed your problems. You were already way ahead of the game, so yeah. you just confirmed uh, that. And, and yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open the lid on the box. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be perfect. No, oh, no. Oh, for sure. It, it. I've never run a perfect. I've never. I've yet to run a perfect. I don't know what it would look like. <laughs> but you know, when we worry about our games being perfect, we put stress on ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's so easy to say, though. Isn't I, it's it? so no, easy. It but you know, come come Saturday morning at the con, I'll be especially for bullets. people that are shy right. and have never it. done it before. But I think you you're seeing it already right there. You're saying. They're amazing people who inspire you to be better and yeah. to be a better person. And that does not sound like you're you're you're, you're, be, yeah. you're sitting around with people who are yeah. going to be like yeah. hypercritical. Yeah, and you're even saying you're equally sure they'd back you up. That so. does not sound like a recipe for suck. And I'm no. actually, anyway, I'm actually going to go out on a limb, and it's a bit of, of reinforcing the stereotype. But back in the day. A lot of us geeks and nerds were pretty shy people because nobody understood mm-hmm. us. We were afraid of being judged because we were yeah, judged beat all up the time. Too. And we, yeah, <laughs> and we ended up finding people that we could trust, and then we'd open up to them. So it's not that uncommon that these games were uh, run by shy people. Yeah, and they all lived. Yeah, yeah most of us. Most of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's the you know the mazes and monsters guy. Oh yeah. I, I think you and, should and, totally and do and it. Black and leaf. I would, I would and black leaf. Or black leaf. I would love to hear how that goes. Cause yeah. I, yep. I, 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 I want to hear how it goes. Yes, Jim. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you for the art. And yes. let us know how it goes. Give us an update. Please. Good or bad. Totally. Yeah. GM, a- GM ADHD or tips for focusing from Taylor on from Newfoundland. Now, I actually coined G- GM ADHD because I sometimes have it. Not all the time. I'll do it. I'll do it. You should trademark that. Hey, Stu and the crew. Any advice for an unfocused GM? What was that? Shiny, sparkly? What? what was that? Hey, who said that? What was that? Wait, well, let me check my phone. <laughs> Not long ago, I spent hours and hours of prep to run a vampire game. Which, you know what, though? Yeah. I kind of get that, because vampire games can be complicated. Oh, you want a lot of NPCs? You want to know a lot about them? Oh, I need oh, yeah. a map. I need to figure out what town I'm in. I need to figure out city. I need to figure out where the mayor is. Yeah, yeah. I kind of get that. Vampire games, you have to pay it forward. Uh, I carefully set up the world, created a slew of NPCs, including their motivations and allegiances, and deeper info. I ran two sessions and lost interest. My players wanted to keep going, but I just didn't care to continue. Before that, I ran a game of a homebrew setting of GURPS again. I spent a ridiculous amount of time creating the world and NPCs and countries and going so far as to create a custom magic system. We played one session and never went back. For some reason, I can't bring myself to keep running campaigns. I consider switching to running exclusively one-shots, which I have run successfully before, but I find myself drawn to campaign ideas. Do you have any tips to help me focus? I want to stick with my games. Thanks. I love you guys. Bye. You're thinking the same thing I am, aren't you? P.S. Hi. Probably. From Newfoundland. Yeah. 
I'm curious. Um, you have inadvertently found the part of the game that geeks you out. Yeah. And it's not running games. Mm-hmm. Right. It's writing them. Yep. It's world creation. It's, yeah, well, it's creating the, the I, world, creating the game, setting it up, and then you're good. I you're call happy that with lo- it. lonely yep. fun. Yep, and that's <laughs> and that's a, a lot of fun. That's one. It's a lot of fun. I, I love it. it. I yeah. love what, it. What I have done so that I can continue to maintain interest in it is I don't do as much prep. Me too. I, I'm like, okay, here's this little area. I'm going to start here. I'm going to prep the crap out of this. I'm going to know who the NPCs are. Da, 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 da. All the rest of it. Um, I'm going to name this forest, or I'm going to name this desert. And I'm, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. When they get to that place, oh, now I have something else I get to prep, right? Yeah. You string yourself along. Right. And that, that lets that lets it, me, because I do the same thing, keep the game fresh for me. Exactly. Too. And you have to. You have to do that. Because if I sit down and I spend all this time building out all of this stuff, building out the world and all these people and everything... I've spent. I've put enough time in it that I'm ready to move on to something else. Yeah, that's the creative effort of GMing that you enjoy. Right. That's why I like coming up with one shots. I don't really like running them because the the starting game, starting session for me, I don't think that's my strong suit. My strong suit is the mid game. Yeah, I'd buy, I'd, know, where, I I probably put myself in the same boat. I'm I'm not good at the closing game. I'm not good at the opening game, but I'm good at the mid game. Like when you get to the point, it's like we've got. There's a pattern to it, you know. That the players have plans, and and then it, I, and I get to sit, be in a more reactive position. It's much easier for me. And then like timestamp that because that that's actually yeah. really smart. Yeah, but I but I and and that because of the fact that I try not to prep everything, mm-hmm. then also it, it's work for me. It's like oh, they're going to go there. Well, I haven't prepped that yet. Okay, well I know what to do next week. So in the next, you know, in the in the the. Intervening days before the next session, right. I can start doing that fun thing where I come up with NPCs and businesses and all that, all that yeah. fun mm-hmm. stuff. I, I I come up with the, the things and the stuff, but what that really does for me is I get those moments in the game when they go, I'm over, I'm going there. I'm like, I have no idea what's there. Let's find out. Right. Yeah. Nothing's going to cure you of over prepping. Yeah. Like you create the entire city with mapped out every inn and every place, and they go, Nah, we're going to go out in the forest, and you're like. I don't but have I, a forest. Damn you. God damn you. And it happens. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. All you, the time. you prep a tower, you prep an inn, you prep a situation, and all of a sudden your characters go left when you thought they were going right. to go right. Mm-hmm. And it will cure you eventually from over-prepping. You're like, you know what? I'm tired of prepping all this shit for you bastards. You guys always fuck with me. I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to... You guys get what you deserve. And then your game gets elevated. It's, it happens to Stu. It happened to Jib. Yeah. I'm not there yet because I still over-prep, so... Um, I, and and I, w- I was going to make the same suggestion that, that you guys both made, which is try to hold back and prep as you go. <coughs> but also, if you do one-shots uh, and you don't want to come up with a bunch of world just to run a, a one-shot, play maybe look into some Powered By games, because there are uh, some decent Powered By the Apocalypse games where you can do a bunch of world creation as a group so that you don't have to front-load all the time, but you get to contribute and you kind of help facilitate and bring all the minds mm-hmm. at the table together to create that world or that relationship map. Or right. Uh, well, it, Dresden Files kind of does that too, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dresden yeah. Files does that. Um. Ironetto was <laughs> awesome. But 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 Power of the Apocalypse. I, everything I've, I've learned about it is it's actually a takeaway from if you're not even playing Power, which is if you're stuck, ask your players. Yeah. All right. So you come into a forest. What uh, what does this forest look like? 
Is it is it yeah. arboreal forest? Is it is it dark? Is it deep? And watch your play. And now your players are doing the work for you. Stu does it anyway. He just doesn't know he's doing it. Powered by the apocalypse question. You ask leading questions. What's the name of this forest? Yeah. Do you uh, do you know you might know some lore about this forest because you're from the area, right? And you go look through your character sheet. Now that's yeah. that's a power by the apocalypse mechanic, but it doesn't mean it's restricted only to power oh, by the apocalypse. No. You can use that in D and D. If they if they've gone completely off the rails. You can say to them, okay, so you come to a forest. Uh, you're local. Yeah. What's the name of this forest? Name it for me while you're yeah. busy racking your yeah, brain. Yeah, no, my point do. was just that if you, obviously, he really digs uh, all that time spending creating worlds. So this is more a little colla- mm-hmm. little more collaborative, and then you don't put as much in on the front. No, I know what you're saying, but, yeah. but, but in many ways, by, by saying, by giving your yeah. players the yep. chance to invest yeah. in this world, it takes the work off you. And they're coming yep. up with great ideas, and you can be busy taking notes after that. And now, and now they're creating a world in front of you and that you yep. can now own. There's a, a there's a side effect in that too, and you just alluded to it, and that is because they have invested mm-hmm. in this world, it's theirs. That's mm-hmm. what the power of the apocalypse really shines at is trying to make everybody inclusive in this collaborative right. storytelling. Well, that's like when I, I don't right now. I'm wondering what I'm going to run next. Whether if the next thing I'm going to run is going to be yeah the GURPS. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Dawn, Red, Red Dawn. Dawn, or or uh, Blood Blade and Tusk, which is the Moment of Truth fantasy. Moment of Truth, both, yeah. But if I do the Red Dawn thing, it's going to be when we make the characters. It's going to be okay. Where where is your town? Right. Yeah. What's the name of it? What's the name of your yeah. high school? What's the name of your mascot? Or what what sport or what sports team do you all belong to? <coughs> you know that kind of thing. So let the players come up with all of that stuff because the first session, the, the character gen session, I'm not going to have anything. Jim, are you listening? Any. You're listening. This is how. This is how. <laughs> this is how you. Uh, you. Um, what is it? Job it out. You. Um, you. Um, that's what I'm looking for. Come on, people who work in outsource offices. Outsource it. Outsource <laughs> it. Thank you. You outsource it, Jim. That takes the pressure off of you, and they've made the choice. Now, all of a sudden, if they don't like the forest, well, it's their own fault. They named it. Uh, Lokio Stork. Yes, that's fine to do. Asking your players is fine, mm-hmm. but if they don't have an answer, you have to have one. Otherwise, yes. you're just running a game with no content. Yes, that's true. I'm not saying that you just stand around looking awkwardly at everybody until somebody comes up with an answer. <laughs> but I'm we're, more we're than willing geeks. to help. We're good at awkward. I know. <laughs> Sovereign citizen. I, I call crap on that. That's a. That's <laughs> just you wanting to type something because you haven't said anything all day. No, they've been, they've been talking a lot okay, in here. Good. No, I uh, no, I, and I get that. I I like to outsource and I like to stall. And having your players come up with some of the stuff, naming the NPCs, like, that's one of the reasons I love to have when somebody fails to have them tell me what they did wrong. Yeah, it, it's they own it. Always, it's always more interesting. And now you're not the bad guy. I mean, we've talked about this hundred times, but but helping them, like having them, if, if they decided to leave the town that you spent weeks designing, and they're going into the forest, well, you know what? They can name it. They can tell me what it looks like. They can tell me some lore about it because I, I'm stuck. And yeah, yeah, if they don't tell me what the name is, it's going to be well. This is the dark forest of tall trees. It's the it's the blue field of green grass. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. And they're like, that's a terrible name. Well, then you come up with a better one. Because you <laughs> bastards didn't go to my town. <laughs> oh, you like good names? You should turn left. <laughs> I spent six weeks on the na- names on the that's left That's not road. true. That's not what I will do. But yeah, I will come up with stuff if, if, if it comes to it. Dave from Southwest Michigan. What game system is the Red Dawn game going to be in? Going to be in GURP. GURP! Yeah! 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 <laughs> Isn't there a soundboard for that? I No. I, yeah! Right here. <laughs> oh, you did that! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be in yeah. GURPS because GURPS has 
Um, all, all Sniper of the, rifles. All of the weapons that I, w- I um, will need. Actually, a thing came up today mm-hmm. on Facebook, um, and because Mook uh, is either doing or has done or um, uh, an example of a fight in GURPS, mm-hmm. and uh, one of our listeners asked specifically asked me to do the same okay. fight in Savage. We Wolves. could talk about this, this not is- as a SmackDown. <laughs> But as a to highlight the the things the two systems this is do well, DT Pints has been set up between Mook and and Jib to run the same a fight, a rumble, <laughs> rumble. This, to run the same fight, the same situation with the same NPCs. To to do the GURPS and Savage Worlds, so that we can compare the two, and it's genius. And I and I applaud that DT. You know what? That's a fantastic idea to do for every game system to say. To start out with the same fight and show how each different how, system right. resolves that combat. That's a right and, to show because I, I know I know that he has those for Gerbs and he also does he he have them for something else too L five R or something. He might have done some for Fate or Fudge. Fudge? I don't I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't his site that I saw it on. But yeah, but he has he's he's had a step by step Gerbs combat Gerbs on stuff. there for some time. Yeah. And I thought he had some another system where he had one. Talking about as DT well. Pints or, or Mook? Mook. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, but here's the cool thing. Now Mook is going to be skyping. Mook's everybody gets to to bask in the in the awesomeness that is Mook running a GURPS game. And then I don't know whoever gets the dice flip. It might actually be you first. Jason's going to run the same scenario with Savage Worlds. I'm actually looking forward to that. I might tune into that because that sounds. I, like I, is that going to be really cool? Or when you guys? I'm are not. I'm not sure when we're going to okay. do it. Just post it in. Uh, Soon. Soon though. Probably right. At, I'm going to guess and yeah. say probably not long after GameX. It's in okay. the forums, so yep. um, right. I'm actually looking forward to that. That's so a really within cool the next, idea. Like month, anyway. And because both games are, are simulationist, well, GURPS, of course, being the extreme of it, and Savage Worlds also, it'll be really interesting to see. And I think you guys are doing Fury Road. We're doing we're doing the 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 chase scene in Fury Road right. where um, they're they're stuck in the swamp. Right. They're stuck in the mud and they're trying to get out, and they've got people coming after them. The bullet farmers. The bullet farmers are coming after. Right. Them. Yeah. So it's going to be the exact same situation. Awesome. So it's sort of like it's sort of like you've got the uh, you've got the the control test, which is the the movie, right? right. And we'll see yeah. how it goes with the simulationist game. We'll see oh, how yeah. it goes with the pulpy game. So it's really right. it's really cool. Interestingly enough, because yeah, they he specifically mentioned a sniper rifle. And a sniper rifle is stupid deadly in Savage Worlds. Right, it's you stupid will, deadly you will get Gerbs. really dead right now. Right, you should. You should. Yeah, you absolutely should. Any game that where, where someone survives a sniper rifle attack, especially a successful hit with one, agreed. Again, I default to falling down the stairs. It's funnier and it's just as elegant. You know, falling down the stairs in Savage Worlds. If your dice explodes, you're dead. Uh, Gerps, you're probably dead. D and D, you don't no, fall no, down no. the stairs. In a sniper rifle in Gerps, you're no, dead. no. I'm talking about falling down the stairs. That's my measurement for uh, yeah, how deadly a game is. It depends. It would depend, uh, but you know, you're. In Savage Worlds, you're still taking, you know, a D6 plus one of falling damage for every fl- every flight yeah, of stairs. Right. So, you know. It's not like D&D, where if you're at least 7th or 8th level, you can fall as far as oh, you no, want. Oh, no. Nobody falls downstairs in D&D. You actually don't, you actually don't <laughs> land when you fall downstairs in D&D. You just kind of, like, you bounce reach your, the bottom and you hover. You bounce on your hit points. Well, you feather fall. <laughs> your feather fall is one of your daily. You bounce on your hit points. Because hit points aren't really damaged. They're something else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's funny. All right, so I, that's, I, I, I that's the one thing that drove me crazy. That's that's one of the those, one thing. Yeah. Yes, that's that's the it. rest. Of, I, I had fun. <laughs> I had fun running the D and D game until we got to the spot where Kimmy's character falls off of the scaffolding and like, okay, well, let me look up the falling rules. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You're above fifth level, so there's really no way for you to actually really get seriously hurt. We got called out uh-huh. on the forums, right? Um, because we have a tendency to to bag on D and D a little I'm, bit. Yeah, well, that's because I don't like it. <laughs> and, and you know what? You know what? <laughs> fair play. Fair play. Fair play. Um, but um, somebody, a friend of of the person who posted on on our forum. Said, commented that they don't listen, they don't like the show mm-hmm. because of our tendency to bag on D and D and on on organized play. Right. Um, well, I don't know if we've or bagged on organized play. We have we have read a bunch of emails from people who have bagged on organized play. F- to my knowledge, and I think this is an important distinction. Uh, the 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 only real critique of organized play that came from someone within the group was when Bill played in a Pathfinder Society game, mm-hmm. and Bill's Bill's comments he had some criticism, right, which I thought were fair, but he also said overall he had a good time, right, mm-hmm. and and that mirrors my experience with Pathfinder Society play because mm-hmm. I I played Pathfinder Society some before I moved here, right, um, and I don't hate organized play it's just not my go to. You know, but other people dig it. Rock on, sure, rock on. And yeah, you know, I'm playing two D and D five E campaigns right now. Right. Um, there are things about the system that are somewhat frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's pretty much true of every game system. There's usually something about it that I go, I kind of go, mm, that thing. I like D and D. I don't. I, I do too. I don't have that. I don't have that experience with most systems. And I like that same kind of frustration. It's not an, it's not like a, a, a breaking kind of frustration or anything. It's kind of like I look at this one thing and I go, huh. For you, it's when it gets logy. It's when it just starts to feel like it's in. When you get into high levels and combat start taking yeah. too long. Oh, it's ridiculous. To the point where, okay, we're playing a three-hour session. I'm afraid to start a combat because I don't think I can finish it in three hours we have. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, I think that's a little bit a legitimate bitch. Yeah, and the thing is, yeah, if you want to play other games, go ahead and play other games. I don't care what you play. I don't care what you like. You shouldn't care what I like. It really doesn't matter. If you're enjoying yourself, go ahead and do it. Yeah. The thing is, there's prob for every for every podcast that doesn't talk about D and D. There's probably forty that do. Oh no, that, that's, <laughs> a fair, that's so, absolutely some a fair exclusively. Call. Yeah, I, I mean, most of them, most of them are. I mean, there's a lot of exclusively D and D podcasts. Okay. Yeah, and they have, and you know, and they have a huge market share. And I mean, quite frankly, that's why I ran D and D because, and it bumped our numbers up. Yeah, and I knew it would. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, and, and that that's absolutely like fair it. play. I, something that occurred to me this week, I, I thought about. I can't think of a podcast that covers the breadth of gaming systems that we do. Um, I think there's some that could have uh, had RPPR. they. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll buy that. And the, if if they had the, yeah. the frequency and length of time, that's fair. I think. Yeah. Uh, narrative control. Fear the boot. Oh yeah. If narrative well, control about, was a yeah. weekly yeah. podcast and it came and it yeah. and it yeah it's, well, that's that's do you mean it, it totally could do the discuss or do you mean APs? I mean discuss. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, there's a there's a fair number of those out there. I listen to them. I, I will. I will yield yeah, to your expertise. Yeah, control is awesome. Stuff like the Jank, Jankcast. So, I bag is Jankcast still being made? Yeah, there were uh, APs. Oh, okay. Recently, 
Because Jamcast has been around a long ass time. Um, the one that I used to listen to that went away, well, App App was awesome. I loved App App. Um, actually, we'll actual, actual people, actual that play. Wills, right? That was yeah. Wills uh, and some other folks I know. That one was awesome. They talked about everything, but it's been, you know, gone for a while. But uh, the Walking Eye has been gone for a little while too. That was I, awesome. yeah, I remember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of. There's a lot of new yeah, ones. If you look at new and noteworthy. Under other games and mm-hmm. on iTunes, you'll see. I mean, God, there's four or five every week. Yeah, most sure. of them pod fade within three or four episodes. Yeah, May May fifth. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure Jankcast. J- yeah, yeah. Lokio says Jankcast just started a mask. So. Yep. Yeah, that's the new hotness on podcast APs. I can I can tell. Ma- masks a is a new hotness. Of, yeah, a this bunch year. Of masks. Uh, uh, and APs it's it's a there. it's a lovely game. Yeah. It's. I mean, how long it, has it been around? It came out last year. Was masks. The book just came out, just, but yeah. it's it got kickstarted a while ago. Yeah. So that's the thing when you're uh, when you kind of travel with people <coughs> play stuff when you, there's not even a book, but the <coughs> book comes out. Yeah. It's like we've totally moved on to you, other stuff. Play tested it. Yeah, yeah. we played Bla- uh, Blades campaign for a year, and now we're finally going to get a book. But we've been done we're with done. that campaign <laughs> for like, like four like, I'm months. I'm done with this game. Yeah. yeah. Now we're uh, on the Coriolis. Sovereign Citizen Kane says there are, uh, there are some out there, but audio, qu- audio quality can be a turnoff. Happy True. Jacks is the best. And that's e- that's with our oh, crappy I, yeah. audio quality yeah. today. That, and that's always been a, <coughs> a, a, th- a plus for, for us, Yeah, yeah. has been our audio quality. Yeah, and that's, I, I that's serendipitous because I happen to have a recording studio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it, it's also a product of you having a recording studio well, and, and being... You care about it. Ca- right. And caring about, about audio. Right. Yeah. So It's important. It matters. All right. Yeah. Next up. Uh, recommendations for a new group from Drail 88. Cool. Oh. You do this one? Excuse do you me. Do oh, I just did, did it. He did oh. one. He just did one. Here, oh, he did, you do the dead bird. Do the dead Go. bird. Come on. Mime is money. Get <laughs> that? Is no? Money. No? Okay. Really? Greetings, Dr. Stuchenstein and his laughing jackanapes. This is Spinal Tap reference? And no one got it. I, no wait, I got it. <laughs> I did. Right. I was trying to make him read. Mime is money. Billy Crystal. And Dana Carvey. Mime is money? Yeah. Do the dead bird. Do the dead bird. Come on. Move it. Mime is money. <laughs> the, remember? Yes. They had, the, they had the mimes who were the waiters in the, at a reception. Yeah. And they, they, like, they hold the platter of food and they're like. That was Billy Crystal and Dana yeah. Carvey? Yes. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. <coughs> I'm not positive it's Dana Carvey because he's wearing mime makeup, but I think it's Dana I'm Carvey. I know it's sure, I'm pretty sure you're right. No, I, could, I think you're right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Isaac from Texas coming to you for your infinite wisdom. Considering how long I may take for this to be read, I shall TLDR the first section now. I am wanting to start a role-playing campaign for my sisters and their friends. It should be a total party of four, and I'm looking for a simple-to-follow, easy-to-explain system. Thanks in advance. Actual email portion. (coughs) I have recently discovered that my sisters and several of their friends may be interested in playing tabletop role-playing games. And me, being ever eager to tell tell a story that I am, have offered to run said game. However, I am now at a loss as to what I should do. Uh, The group is my two sisters, ages 24 and 19, and two of their (coughs) friends, also 19. While none of them have played anything really higher than Catan and Munchkin, they are always in character, having a good time and enjoying ad-libbing off each other's antics. To this end, I really think that they would enjoy an ongoing story with actual characters that they could develop. 
there is way too much to read and explain in Dungeons and Dragons Five, and I feel like they aren't preparing for something uh, prepared for something as in depth as that. I thought of the Munchkin D twenty tabletop, but I haven't heard you guys play that system, so I don't know how well it works. I would love to hear some of your recommendations for a group of tabletop newbies. Many thanks, Isaac from Texas, Trail eighty eight on the forums. P.S. Also, any story ideas on what I could do for a group of four girls who are new to the hobby? I want them to get a good hook for the story. Ask them what kind yeah. of stories they're interested in first. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, right. I, Ask them exactly what kind of stories they're interested say. in first. Because it really mm-hmm. does. It really depends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what, I, you know what my first default was? Vampire. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Vampire is an easy system to learn. Yes, it really is. It really is. It's and, the same mechanic. And because you all have to create your characters together, you, you as the GM will be there as they're creating it. You can help them out. There's that quick start rules that you found and downloaded and gave us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes it really simple. You go step by step, and you create, and after an hour, hour and a half, you have this really cool character. They're going to be really invested. If they're interested in vampires. If they're interested in vampires. Yeah. What I would do <coughs> What is, 19-year-old girl isn't. What I... What I would do is ask them what kind of stories they're interested in. Then go to uh, your go to Google, type Savage Worlds, and then the thing that they told you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my thing would be go to Google and, and type in Powered by the Apocalypse and the thing you're interested in. Because honestly, I think that's even like if you really wanted a fantasy campaign, uh, Dungeon World would be a really easy, you're right there. great. Uh, sort but, of entry. You know what? That's a lot of reading for the GM because I own it, I own Dungeon World, and that's almost a three hundred fucking page book. It is, and and, and we're it talking, is not presented very well. We're also talking in a campaign. Not to you. <laughs> also, well, yeah. if I looking at yeah. it because I want to at some point run yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's like okay, can you t- just fucking tell me how the rules work first? <laughs> you got some magic through. Can you just tell me how the rules work first and like? <laughs> can we start there, please? I don't want only fucking I, background. I, I, Apocalypse World. Drove me insane. The writing style. Well, I, I knew that Vince one. Baker. You, yeah. yeah, and there are a lot of people that honestly have that. Have, I and found. I found the version of. I'm uh, sorry. Good. No, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I love you. You're on a diet truck. Go, man. I go. Found, I found yeah. the version of Powered by the Apocalypse I like, and it's like called Tiny Apocalypse or something like that, and it's like an eight-page PDF that is a bare bones Powered by the Apocalypse construction set. Nice, and it basically tells it, it, it's a step by step thing that tells you how to make an apocalypse based game, and I read through that. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I kind of understand how the rules work. Why couldn't okay. any of these fucking assholes put this in their book? It's like eight pages long, and that's all it takes to say, okay, here's the system. <coughs> that's why when Stork said vampire, vampires organized that way. Vampires, the book is organized to learn. Oh, I, I... Chronicles of Darkness. Uh, Organized to learn. Want the, want the mechanics? There's two pages. Two two things. Make make your make your paper white, and and stop okay. using the yes. fucking font that you use. <laughs> I well, did hate they, it. Now, did they do that? I don't think they did it in Chronicles. I think they learned. Yeah, Requiem no, is I think really bad. Uh, and you're all right. I think the, Chronicles is better. All of the yeah. all of the setting books for New World Chronicles of Darkness mm-hmm. are terrible. Well, you know, They're and, unreadable. And to be fair, L five R was worse. But anyway, yeah. oh no, I, I think, don't understand. There was I think, like white, yeah. pl- uh, white, I red think, type on a black background yeah. at one point, and I'm like, I, I, I disagree. I think fourth edition L5R is a very readable book. I don't know if I don't know what previous versions were like, but I never had a problem with with the fourth edition book. I can't read this name, but like, it's in like Ma- green. Mage, what is it? Mage the Ascension is that the new yeah. world one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
it's like gold ink on white paper. <laughs> Good. Thanks, Great. guys. Awesome. If there's any glare at all, it's a blank piece of paper. It's Thanks. fantastic. Because uh, you have to be amazed to read it. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I think it's Sovereign's, yep, Sovereign Citizen Kane suggests uh, Demon the Fallen. Yeah, gold on white, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, similar to Vampire, Harder to Die, uh, and said more interesting in my opinion. Which? So. Demon. Demon the Fallen. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, all of these are good good suggestions. All of these are good answers for what you're looking for. But <coughs> the common thread between them is ask them what they're interested yeah, in. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and once you know what they're interested in, then find the thing that does that the way you want to do it. Whether right. it's powered by the apocalypse, which you know we which we love, Savage Worlds, which which we love, Vampire, which we love. You know, if they say, I mean, and if they say we want to play D and D. You can get the scaled down version of Fifth Edition. Mm-hmm. I think it's still free, isn't it? I think so. They too. have a name so. for it. It's it's a, it's yeah. a PDF. It's like thirty it or forty pages long. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. I think you can download <coughs> yes. it on the on the site. I think I think you get it on the Watsi site. I think. So I think it's still available. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a short. It's a short condensed version. Right. It gives you basic character creation. Actually, it doesn't give you. Oh, character. that's right. You don't. It get has characters. Pre-gems. That's right. Yeah. It has characters. You don't even need to play the current version. I mean, there's lots of like AD and D ripoffs out there. There's. Oh. I, I think there was was it the the lighthouse or something. There's. Uh, Tim talks about uh, Shield and Wizardry. 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 Uh, you could also just go find a third edition. Of they still run just fine. The reason yeah. people don't play them anymore is that they're just not supported. Yeah. So there's no new stuff coming out. But that doesn't mean they're not viable games. Still have them. Right. right, you could play still AD&D. No, 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 still re- plays. The reason I was suggesting that was because it's a small rule book. It's oh yeah, condensed. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Lokio says D and D has a free edition. That's so. what I thought. Yeah, because I, I own it. I have it. I printed it out Gita and put it in the folder. Powerpuff okay. Girls and, and PBTA. Well, and that's that's the thing. If you <laughs> ask your, awesome. if you ask them and they're like, "Well, we don't know. We want to play, you know, Hobbits and stuff," but they may not actually know what they want. So yeah. Stu used to have a, a a thing that he used to give his players, which was asking them questions. And, and part of that might be asking them what they want to play. Do you want to be oh, superheroes? Sure. Do you want to, what do you want at modern times? And they may not even know that it's possible to play. Game in modern times, yeah, because so, a lot of people think role playing games, and it's like it's, right. you it's crawl around right. through dungeons, fantasy. and you, you, yep. you, right. you might, and that might be what they want. You might find yeah. out that they want to play Call of Cthulhu, which is yeah. also a great game, and it'll blow their mind. But yeah. it's a little disheartening because they're like, "Well, I want to live at the end." Well, nope, not in Call of Cthulhu, you no. didn't. But but you you might be surprised. So I think Stu's onto it, yeah. which is ask yeah. them, take up a little a quick poll, and it's gonna they're gonna be general. They're gonna be like, "Well, we want you know to have fun." And you can you can frame it as movies too. That's true. You know, because if, if you ask them and they go, I don't know, pick a movie you like. Right. You know, and then when they go, you know, um, Lord of the Rings, really like Lord of the Rings. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're, we're we're on that. Or if you know they say Guardians of the Galaxy or you know the Avengers or whatever, whatever <coughs> they come up with. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you go to Google and type in. A game system. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, Savage Worlds. And, you know, yeah. the thing that they give you, you're going to find source material. It's true. Pretty you, much. You are going to find stuff. Yeah, and Tom's brought up a good point in the chat room, too, in that, and I know Drill, Drill 88 has written in before. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, if you are a trad, Lots, uh, like a trad gamer, um, and you've played a lot of D&D and traditional games, like, it might not be easy to just jump into a PBTA game. To, so. to run for the first time for new yep, yeah, Absolutely. 
And yeah. again, that's the other thing. I mean, if you're if you're yeah, pick pick what you're yeah. familiar that's, with. That's that's yeah. what Never I was going to say. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Really in, in many ways, sometimes you know, having having them pick the system that you want may not be what you want. You might actually just like this is the game system I want to play in, but give me a genre. Right? What's the Notebook? Is that a movie? Yes. yes. Yeah. Someone said the Notebook RPG. Rom com. Oh my god, it's a rom com. Sorry, that's where I'm not a girl. That's like maybe all girls like vampires, but <laughs> I did not grow up like. Yeah, the Notebook. I don't the only get romantic it. comedy I saw, and which w- that, that I enjoyed, which but it also disturbed the shit out of me, is the one that w- was just recently in the theaters. But it just it's now on Amazon. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a, there's a generation ship going to another star, and there's oh passenger, pa- the passenger. Oh. That's it. rom com. Yes, it is. No, it's it's yes, rape. it is. Okay. There's wrongfulness in there. Oh, there's horrible wrongfulness. I I can't. I always like. I love Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's adorable. And I wanted to see it until I read about the premise, and then I'm like, "That's gross." Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I I won't spoil it, but it's like, wow, that's really fucked Mm -hmm. up. What a horrible, horrible thing to do. Agreed. Right. That's why I'm like, I don't think I can buy into this as a love story. Doesn't make it a rom com. It's like like four weddings and a funeral. No, it's okay. It's a it's a rom drom. Oh right. It's not a rom com. It's a rom drom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> and it's exactly. got Lawrence Fishburne in it. Who's like, you did what? <laughs> he's he's like the conscience of Everybody everyone. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's his thing now. When uh, what's in your wallet? Yeah, yeah that's it. Everybody. Oh my god, that's Kingsman Samuel is coming Jackson. out this year finally. Kingsman two. That's gonna suck. It's I gonna know, suck. But sh- I, that's gonna be so shitty. I loved that movie. Wow, so much. I love the first wow. movie. It's gonna suck. I, I'm, I love the first movie so much. I mean, it's so yeah. much because nobody had any expectations and, and yeah. didn't know. What I to am expect. so yeah. afraid of the, it's that it's going to be awful. It is. I just, it's. it's totally I want awful. it to be amazing, and I'm so afraid it's going to be awful. Are you having a piss? <laughs> 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 Nothing can be worse than Highlander Two. Just saying. Worst movie ever. Well, the uh, the worst movie that took itself seriously ever. Y- y- well, no, I thought it was supposed to be taking itself seriously. So it's yeah, like worse. Matrix was pretty. That's a bad. bold statement. Yeah. That's a really bold statement because yeah, Matrix was. What's the a last phenomenal time you saw Highlander too? I, it's a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go back and rewatch. No, it's that really shit. bad. It's yeah. really bad. That's a still a bold statement. Um, any even numbered Star Trek movie? Nah, because Highlander two. Because remember how how much everybody embraced and how awesome it was, and then we all go into Highlander two expecting things, and there's yeah. like a, a flying Birdman, and he shows up in the middle of the play, and he's ah oh, oh, and everything that was in the first movie got ignored. Oh, they broke the, <coughs> uh, the whole thing. It's just awful. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Highlander one doesn't hold up as well as you want it to. No, that's yeah. true. That's what Loki. That's true. The says. series the series was better. Yes. Um, Which they ignore Highlander 2 completely Anyone watching Leftovers? The final season of Leftovers? No no. I had some tonight for dinner though It's fantastic Good <laughs> shit I, I, I started to read the book uh, Oh my god Horrible I'm, I'm, I'm amazed that someone read that book And found enough quality in it To, to say This should be a, a an HBO series uh, well, You know what we should do an HBO series Because I can fix this shit and make it better that's probably what they said. Maybe. I mean, just the way it's written is it's written like all, a bunch of news reports, and it's just huh. it's just terrible. You know what should have got a, <clears throat> a second movie and is never going to is Man from Uncle. Did you see that remake? And why do we never talk about Alicia 
Vikander. Vikander. I don't know yeah. who Vikander is. You've seen her. You've seen her in stuff. Girl Crush. Yeah. yeah she, she's, she's amazing. She's awesome. Uh, Ex Machina. Yeah, she played uh, the robot girl. Danish oh, she she's the second search if you write in Alicia. Yeah. Yeah, so she's first. and she's been in all kinds of stuff, and she is so good. Right? Oh, Man she's from Swedish, Uncle was, of course. Man from Uncle was a good great movie. It was a wonderful film. She's in, oh, she was in the Jason Bourne movie yeah. last year. Yeah, I saw that, but I don't remember her. It's because she's a chameleon. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, I I don't recognize her, and I've seen I've seen some of these movies. Mm-hmm. Huh? She's yeah, a no, chameleon. she's awesome. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like, what was the what was the movie? Uh, uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the lead character. Donald Sutherland. No, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Oldman. Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Oh, the remake, not I, the original. I watched it twice Mike. before I recognized him. Yes, he's twice. He's I watched the whole goddamn movie and I yeah. didn't recognize. He's him. Such, a, such a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's famous for that. Kevin Klein. What well. was the first thing you ever saw yeah. Gary Oldman in? Uh. That I recognized him as Gary Oldman would oh, would have been the first thing you saw him in. Okay, that, I'm going to say that I recognize would would have been the professional Mine when he played the prick, um, prick up your ears or Sedacious. <coughs> I don't know which one of those Sidney came out first. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That's, that's after. when you that's when you discovered him. Yeah, that's what that's the first yeah. one I saw where I was like, damn. That's when I was still buying every Gary Oldman movie because <laughs> too many movies. I was, he he was terrifying in the professional. Is it the professional oh. one I'm thinking of? Yeah. yeah, that's the one with the little girl. Get right? everyone yeah. with uh, what's her name? Natalie Portman. Yeah, he, where he's he's yeah. the bad guy. Yeah, he's like a DEA agent who's a bad guy. That movie's so awesome. Bad. I just rewatched yeah. that. Yeah, The Professional, so good. My favorite moment out of that movie is actually he's in, he's in the hallway with a cigarette hanging out of him. He gets the gun, and the old lady shows up, and he goes, "Get back inside!" And it just <laughs> sums up the character Leon, so well for me. Uh, the Professional would be an awesome uh, two two person RPG. RPG. Because I played a Aria and the Hound, uh, with just there were two of us. A oh, that would be right? awesome! Yeah, it was so good. You know what? I have been yeah. wanting to play like one, two uh-huh. people RPGs yep. for the longest time. It seems to be taboo. It's like, no, no, we need to have five yeah. people to play a game. I'm like, because no. everybody thinks there needs to be a role. I'm like, there, you could have one, two people playing. It makes it an awesome game. We should start that tradition. Yeah. No. Anyway, we get to really okay. focus on the on the dynamic go. between those two characters. Oh, right, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota Horror Story from Jeffrey with one E. Dear Stu and the Douchebag Crew, I heard in a recent episode that Gina was from Minnesota. Is that true? Totally true. Where in Minnesota? All true. Up in the far north. You're a youper? In the north. Oh, that's that's Michigan. Oh, my God, you say that every time. (laughs) (laughs) I think you want me to go. (laughs) It's a flyover. It's a part of... Michigan's got states. like yeah. Michigan's got the hand and the. So you're in Michigan? The no. Minnesota. 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 Okay. Uh, even though I don't talk like that. Um, but my, my <laughs> I bet you most did. of the time, you probably, no, my, probably went away. I, there are words I say. It comes out you, sometimes. Yeah, if you listen to. They're going crazy words. down by Moose Lake there. A boot. Yeah. 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 I say, oat, oat. I think oat fit. Oh yeah. And a boot. Yeah. You will say a boot. So a boot. okay. So this is something yeah. I've always wanted to ask. Like in Minnesota, especially, it's like when you saw yeah. Fargo, did you think it was funny? Yeah. Because I think a lot of people in Minnesota would be like, "Well, Fargo's well, not Minnesota." Down, I can finally watch. No, a movie but there that are people sense. that talk like yeah. my cousins oh, yeah. who yeah. grew up across town talked like that. I don't understand that. Because <laughs> they're like up, across the like, street. We don't five talk miles like that, other, right? Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of Scandinavian people there. Yeah, there. 
I heard. Oh, there we got that. Uh, that has inspired me to share my gaming horror story of the natural horrors of the north, northern Midwest and how you never leave the party. A Minnesota gaming horror story. This actually is a great Where's idea. I'm going to yeah. call it Cthulhu my, based in Minnesota. my demon lap? There it is. Yeah. No, it is pre-start. <laughs> By the way, Fargo the series, awesome. Started oh, taping yeah. it. It looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Started taping it. I caught one. I'm like, why have I not watched this? I know they say it was great. I didn't believe them. It's you great. have records in that, huh? You know what, yes. oh, you know what I'm watching? You know, but I, 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 I'm watching the entire Star Trek canon. Right. Again? I knew that. I, okay, I don't need to watch the original series because I've seen every episode the probably BBC, a dozen times. BBC's remastered them and it's really cool with new effects and stuff. It's worth watching. I've still again. seen... I, right. I, I, Fair I enough. know the stories. Fair enough. Um, I watched all of The Next Generation. Sorry. I watched... Um, it got good to, near some the end. Them, <clears throat> I watched almost all of uh, Deep, Deep Space, Space Nine. Nine. I had to skip p- sections of certain seasons because it... Because everyone kept saying, no, it's going to get really good when they get to the Dominion War. And they were right. Yeah. It did get good when it got to the Dominion War. That's, um, that's fair. The character development of the, like, Goldukat and oh the God, Taylor and all those characters over the course of that seven-year run yep. is fantastic. I mean, it really is. I mean, just watching what happens to the characters and as they transform is just amazing. So now I'm on Voyager, which is the slog. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone says... It never really gets anywhere. Good. It never really goes anywhere. But it is Star Trek. Yes. Which I'm not that. I'm For me, you got to get past Kess. Or at least I have to get ca- past Kess. Kess is the blonde girl? Yeah. She, well, yeah. She's, she's Neelix's. How old is she? Because she only lives nine years, right? She's supposed to be only two on the show. Oh, well, she's. In, yeah. Well, unless she gets killed, don't No. Well, yeah, no, it's not. Other, yeah. Otherwise, she's. Gonna die at the end of the series. Once seven of yeah. nine shows up, you can actually watch it more often. It's actually yes. good to well, watch. See, I, re- I didn't watch it when it started, at. but I did watch a little bit of it for a little while, and I'm like, "Where's seven of nine? Right. I didn't yeah. even realize that she didn't start yeah. out. With right. Yeah. Two of my favorite actresses, right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, if, if I if I had to pick, I'm gonna say, uh, what's her name from Enterprise? That's the one I've been. I the started, started rewatching. Jolene oh, Blaylock. Yeah. Yeah, but the skin. Anyway. No, I love seven and nine. It's the only. Thing, it's the only reason to watch Voyager is <laughs> seven and nine. I'm just saying, if you need a reason. So far, I'm enjoying. <laughs> so far, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I'm enjoying it so far. I got a picture of Goldicott <laughs> in my kitchen. Goldicott was an He's awesome character. Freaking awesome. Yeah. And, and, but I mean, the, to me, the tailor. Did you? What, what's the? What's the oh, movie? Oh yeah. That takes place in Central America. It's got Pierce Brosnan in it. Mm-hmm. The Taylor. It's, is it called the Taylor? I think so. Ta- Taylor of Panama. Yes. Maybe that's it. That yes. might be it. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, I think it takes place in Panama, yeah. That character kind of reminds me of that. What do, what's that guy's really? name? Really? What's that actor's name? I don't know. Who, which actor? The guy who played the tailor. In, in in the tailor of Panama or whatever it's called. I don't know. I, I can't tell. He's you. a famous guy. Yeah. Plays He's that guy. You got it. Anyway, keep reading while he looks okay. it up. <clears throat> a Minnesota gaming horror story. Whoa, 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 whoa. This story <laughs> takes place in early January this year, when the temperatures were a high of five degrees and the lows were below zero. Oh yeah, do you know it's still just enough it's to keep the mosquitoes balmy. from coming out here. Yeah. Don't you know? We were. Uh, we were to all meet at the Game Master's basement for a fabulous campaign of Mutants and Masterminds, second edition. Nice. Jeffrey Rush. 
Oh, really? Okay. Or both of them. On this particular day, the GM's emails had given us warnings to walk in the snow along the side up, uh, side up his yard instead of using the very icy driveway. Because that's been Minnesota nice. This campaign has been rejuvenating a rejuvenating change from our nothing but Pathfinder games. As Stork knows, superhero games are the most fun. Oh, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. There is a game master and four players on this day. GM, player one, player two, player three, and me. We're about four sessions into the game. It's that sweet spot where you're just starting to get really good or really get your character. The story is starting to take off, but it also feels kind of new. Yeah. This session was pretty good, but player three is starting to do his usual thing. He tends to be a real headache for anyone running the game. Seems to have a problem with keeping his character with the party. Is his name Rob? Yeah, maybe. Does he go down the wrong hallway? Yeah. Hey, I had just gotten new powers and it was my <laughs> character's. He, that's what Ransom would have done. We still talked about it. It's awesome. <laughs> Nobody died. No. Nobody died. The session ends for the night. And everyone is packing up and putting the layers of clothing back. Uh-oh, this is going to be a bad horror story if it's mm-hmm. not at the table. Uh, and putting the layers of clothing back on to go warm up the cars. It can't He's, be too bad because people have yep. the clothing on. So. Yep. Well, they got to put clothes on to get well, warm, warm up, up cars. cars. Yes. You see, in Minnesota, you need to go out and start the car and then come back in for a few minutes <laughs> to let it warm up. You, uh, yes. It's better for the car and everything. Gina, tell them. I think I discussed this before. Like yeah, we it's would have thing. to. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Do you, do you ever do you ever get out there and you can't open the door because well, the ice is frozen? It's like yeah, the worst. Yeah, people plugged in their yeah. Yeah. batteries. Yes. I yep. guess. Yep. Yeah. 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 So. Have in, engine warmers because yeah. otherwise uh, the crankcase oil will gets too thick. It gets yeah. too thick, and you can actually break the motor that and way. And I can't tell you how many times my cat looked like it had gotten. Uh, eaten by a blender because it went to go sleep on a warm mo- motor and then somebody would start their car up and the cat would be like... Or it just gets so cold that it won't turn over because yeah. uh, cold and last oh, sure. year you don't, don't aren't... Unless you get really cold and superconductivity yeah. kicks in, which is almost close to ice Minnesota, scrapers. But yes. Ice scrapers. Yeah, that's when, when you can't get into your door because it's frozen shut. Yeah. That's, that's the neat one. <laughs> but have you ever taken an extension cord, run it outside with an, an electric hair dryer to... to no. He, I've done it. That's nuts. I've done it to defrost the cat, though. I, sc- I scraped the the um, um, ice off a windshield with a shovel. Turns out you shouldn't do that. No. Shouldn't do that. That's bad. You should uh, for those that. of you that scratch yeah. the fuck out of the... If yeah. you ever encounter this, credit cards were great for scraping Credit cards were great. Oh, Minnesota Ice would break that thing. Yeah, it does, but they work great. Yeah. I mean, it's either oh, that or not I mean, it, this yeah. was in La Mirada. Yeah, that would work. So it's, here's a, it's like someone poured a slushie on my car. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so here's where it gets bad. Player three grabs his stuff and his jacket and he leaves. The rest of us hang around, chatting about the game, what to do about player three's antics, etc. After about five minutes, I am next out the door. The first thing I notice is that player three's truck is still parked on the street. I'm trying to carefully navigate, carefully, carefully navigate yes. the ice and snow over in my car while trying to figure out where three went. Then I see him. Three is a big guy. He's over 300 pounds and over six foot two. Wow, big guy. He Corn is fit. prone right behind my car, and it sounds like he's moaning. I start to call him to him, but cannot get to him because the driveway is literally glazed with ice. 
It's starting to look like the ice is exactly what took him out. You'll have that. His dice tower and books, oh my god, this is horrible, are scattered all over the driveway. Player two comes out. I give him an assessment of what's going on here. Player two takes a safer route around my car. Player three is now sitting up as two gets to him. Soon, two and I uh, both are trying to ask if he's okay. But three hasn't said a word yet. And he's too fucking big to stand up. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can't drag him on that ice. No, difficult to get some sled dogs. That's bad. He manages to get on his hands and knees and keeps trying to stand up again on the ice. Two and I cannot stop him. He's very strong. Each of us take an arm and very precariously force him to the snowbank where we can gain more secure footing. He still hasn't said a word. And it's so very cold. While two and I were maneuvering three, we've communicated to the other guys what's happened. GM is on the phone with 911, and player one has acquired a blanket from somewhere. It's in this position we stand and await the ambulance. They can even be heard from a ways off in the night. Exactly. It's not it's not 1930s France. <laughs> <laughs> don't ambulances don't sound like that here. Uh, an ambulance pulls up, followed by possibly, maybe in Minnesota they do, it's like the 50s there or something still. <laughs> pulls up, followed by possibly every squad car in this town. Uniformed people are everywhere. <laughs> Three, Slow night. I know. Three does start to respond to the paramedics. A guy asks him questions, and it's clear he's out of his mind. The most alarming thing was that although he clearly hit the back of his head on the ice, his nose was bleeding. Oh, wow, Jesus. That's not good. That cannot be good. Nope. Oh, my God. Emergency people took over handling him and got him to the stretcher to get him up in the ambulance. They finally leave with him and all the squad cars meander off. Players 1, 2, GM, and me are left looking at each other in the cold. Player 3 is a friend of ours. We don't know him all that well. We have his email address, his home address, and one of us knew where he works. He doesn't have a cell phone. One of those off-the-grid kind of guys. Here's the kicker. Player 3's Mutants and Masterminds character has two main powers. Gravity control and fast healing. (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) Fade out. Later. Player 3's sister starts to feed us updates through Facebook for the next several weeks. The story that these posts illustrate is about a guy who is big, strong, and stubborn. Exactly like each and every character he plays. It sounds like he spends a week in restraints because he keeps removing his feeding tube and catheter. Jesus. I well, know. That's a common with He's a, got a fever that won't come down, yeah. and the only word that he says is all right. We're not sure if he's ever going to play again or if we'll ever see him again. About After three weeks, his condition seems to improve, as indicated in the Facebook posts. Pretty soon, he's starting to correspond, and he's really looking forward to coming back to the gaming table. Towards the end of February, with the help of his sister, he sat down with us again. It was good, and he looked okay. But it was a little awkward. As we played, his sister sat over there in the corner and read her book. This changed the atmosphere quite a bit. Judy, you want to finish? I read a whole bunch. Oh, sure, okay. Cool. There was also some eggshells as we were trying to gauge how well 3 really was doing and if he's changed it at all. Now, we're at the end of March, at at the time of this writing, and it seems... 
three is back to normal, and then some. His behavior has gone back to the usual split the party and then surpass the original level to an extreme. Three's playstyle is amped up to the max. So that's brain damage. For, For example, in our current campaign, the GM has given our characters a plot hook to encounter a big bad in an abandoned nuclear power plant somewhere in Arizona. Uh, we mount up to go fight. Three says his character is not going to go, but rather will be going to North Dakota to search Mount Rushmore for secret entrances and tombs <laughs> in, like in that Nick Cage movie. <laughs> okay. All right. What the fuck? Uh, this came out of nowhere. Was not part of, nor even hinted at, in anything in our game before. So GM says... Okay, sure you can. <laughs> <coughs> Way too nice and yes ending. Three is pretty much forcing an ongoing sidebar and refuses to join the party. We've tried big boy pants conversations with him before. Didn't work. This behavior is destroying the campaign. It will be interesting to see how the GM handles it. It's the first time the GM uh, GMing player three. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go back to pouring oil on the Holy on the uh, on the, on the frozen pour, ice on the frozen ice yeah, again. Just pour some warm water over the ice. Works every salt. It's like yeah, it's like Holy you conk him in the crap. head and his and his. It's like the Gilligan's Island thing. Okay, conk him in the head again. So yeah, conk him in the head. Yeah. Um, I'm afraid we've uh, simply broken the rule of don't play with assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a moment where we thought three had eliminated himself from our game, knocking his head like that. But he made a remarkable recovery, and now we're stuck with him. Well, at least, he, at least he didn't die. You would feel terrible. You would yeah. feel bad if he died. Yeah, because it seemed like it was touch and go for a bit. Right. Having suffered a traumatic injury, hit in the back of the head, and you're and you're you're bleeding out your nose. That that's like those really no, delicate muscles yeah. underneath your brain are cracked or something. No, that's your brain is swollen, and it's you, I, it, yeah, that's I don't know. a brain injury. Yeah, yeah. Your brain swells, yeah, and that's where the damage your happens. Ears that's or a, your, a yeah. concussion. Don't get me. Don't well, get me wrong. Bad though. And yeah. now we're stuck with him. Maybe that's unkind to say. <laughs> yes, goddammit, it is unkind to say. But it, if you really it shouldn't, you should never call me. No. <laughs> Holy crap, though. If you'd just driven away <laughs> that Jesus night. Well, no. <laughs> no. Happy Jacks would like to apologize. We are not in no. the habit of leaving people frozen no. to, to freeze to death in Minnesota. What's wrong with you guys? No, but it'd be like suspended animation. Right? It's that cold, right? <laughs> but it's true. No, now it's going to be like the end have? of the thing where they just sit here and go, how much wow. beer did he have? I, well, because it yeah. might. It might. Yeah. No, but there's it, people that... That every year die of because they drink so much and you know how you don't you know you can't feel right no and then they'll go sleep on their porch or something and, and it's sub zero and, and they it's like, yeah. they, end up like they end up like let's yeah. see they don't find them until it thaws yeah, right. yeah. awful no it's horrible this is truly uh, and now we're second this may be unkind to say but it's true how the rest of us feel yeah. anyways uh, that's my Michigan horror story sorry Minnesota. for the link. Minnesota. Minnesota horror story sorry for the link youpers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll try to let you know Holy how it shit. turns out if it's an entertaining story, uh, and I'll try to keep the link down. Now, take a drink. That's amazing. So, inside oh. baseball, I had a tra- I had a traumatic head injury years and years ago. Knocked out my sense of smell, in and out of consciousness for days, weeks, uh, and it it I I've recovered that. my my I had to, I didn't have to learn speaking. I remember again, you used to drink the shittiest was, kind of beer. Speaking was no, this is before I met you. Oh. Speaking speaking was hard, and I stutter more now than I used to back then. Uh, and it has changed me, and I have a feeling that it's changed him as well. That 
That can happen. I had a, f a friend who apparently had uh, an ear infection but didn't know it. Mm -hmm. And it got bad enough where it created, uh, an, I don't know, bacterial infection or something on his brain. Mm -hmm. And he was in, uh, we worked retail together, and he was trying to drop the tills in the morning. And he couldn't, he just kept hitting the register because he's like, this thing, what do you, this thing, what do you call this thing? Like that's his, when everybody realized. Yeah, and he was hospitalized. Was they had to drill because yeah. there was swelling. You have to let and, the pressure out. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. Like you whole said, thing. though, he's never to this day, he'll, he yeah, uh, stutters a little bit. He's different. Yeah, because he's super smart and well-read, but he'll be, like, searching for a word or... I mean, it didn't change me drastically, yeah. but I know that the person I was before then and the person I am now is slightly different. Uh, and I do stutter a bit more than I used to since then, but that's not... Wow. The thing is, I know that, that brain injuries can really mess with the person they were, and it takes years sometimes for things to recover again. It's And I have a feeling that what you're seeing is not the same person that he was, and the fact that his sister was there watching over him says a lot Yeah, to me. right? Right? So, and he's probably even looks differently. I mean, being being basically a vegetable for a long time makes a 300-pound 6'2 guy is probably a lot less, but... The point being that he is going to be a very different person. As much as you would say he's an asshole, this gaming might be important to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's other thing. I know, I and there's thinking. that guilt involved with that. I, I, if, he, if it's not fun in the game, and just not invite him back, but I have a feeling he's you know, there's deeper issues than you probably realize. Because uh, yeah, head, injuries, head injuries are weird, and it can take a long time to fully recover. You actually have to relearn how to do stuff. I lost my sense of smell. And it took a long, long time to, for it to come back. See, I, I remember, I, I knew you when you had, didn't have a sense of smell. Because you could yeah. drink the shittiest beer yeah. and you're like, no, it's, yeah, fine. it's fine. I, I can't taste it yep. anyway. Yep. That's nuts. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, it says about him splitting the party before. But that that whole doing the Nick Cage in the Black Hills thing or whatever, Mount yeah. Rushmore, sounds totally Dada. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Surreal. Yeah. You like, might actually just be him saying, you know, I'm really tired of this game. I want to do something else. Yeah. Or just, like, not connecting all the... We had a player once that used to... Uh, yeah. I remember we were playing this game, and we brought him in, and in two, two episodes he was fine, and it, obviously he did, wasn't the center of attention, he didn't like it, and he just started throwing wrenches. <laughs> and it, he didn't say, I don't want to be this and this, I don't want to do this anymore. He just started deliberately sabotaging the game. So where we stopped and like, are you? Do you want to talk about this or something? And he got mad and stormed out. But anyway, the point being that he didn't know how to say to us he wasn't having fun, so he just sabotaged the game. I know, I know. Have it seems ever... it's we're grownups now, and looking back, that seems really childish. And you know, we were we were fifteen, sixteen-year-old boys. But the point being, there's a lot of grownups that still can't communicate stuff, yeah. especially if you had a traumatic who, hand injury. Who here has tried to kill their character ever? <laughs> just to get out of a game. Like, I don't think so. I am I tired of playing this character. Yeah. I am going to kill this character. Uh, one of the oh, times I was maybe. playing Dungeon Crawl Classics, uh, and we're doing the funnel, so I got four characters. It became an exercise in how fast can I kill off four characters. Right. Get so I can get out of this out game. Of here. Yeah. Yeah. I've been so like, F this. Let's see what happens if I I mean, kill I don't want to psych one on one him, but I think that there's deeper issues going on. And I, I have it a feeling that. Like uh, I have a feeling that you maybe know it will that. be. Judging from the tone of the email, <clears throat> could be. and you know, yeah. All right, yeah. we're done. I'm going to call yeah. it. Yeah, everybody was in the chat room talking about people they know that had head injuries. 
Oh, yeah. And that's it changes scary. Them. Yeah. yeah. Move out of places where it freezes. What the oh, fuck? Oh man, that was that was a Minnesota. <clears throat> oh, actually, don't story. do that. Don't do that. Stay there. I was just like, <laughs> stay there. Don't come here. Stay there. Our scary. freeways are already fucked, <laughs> and they're not even covered in ice. Right. <laughs> we're Thank you for joining us for season 19, episode 8 of Happy Checks Over Podcast. My name is Stu. This is Gina. This is good. This is Stork. <laughs> and we'll see you next week on Friday for the next show, Happy Checks Over Slash Live. Tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we have our meetup yeah. at right. uh, the Renaissance Pleasure Fair. If you're in the SoCal area. Sunday is Desert of Despair on Sunday. Monday is is riffs yeah. and Tuesday is character gen for a one shot oh, yeah. which is a pre motive sin game but it's during the week so I didn't invite you unless four, you want to play four days of happy but it's going to go to like 10.30 at night I didn't think oh, so the week. so that's it thank you very much we'll leave you with a song five Seating program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. You dress in the manner of a male prostitute. <laughs>
ಆಸ್ತಿ ಮುನ್ಯ ಬಾಬನ ಕ್ರೀಡಾ ಕ್ರೀಯೋಚಾನಿ ಬಾಂಗ್ಲಾ ಕ್ರಮೋಚಾನಿ ಬಾ 